Hey everyone, Jeremy here. You know what's cool? A million dollars. You know what's cooler? A billion dollars. You know what's cooler than a billion dollars? Spending a billion dollars at duckfeed.tv slash tipjar. That's where you can find all kinds of different ways to support the network, including an Amazon referral link. If you are buying uh, some big stuff on Amazon, that's a useful thing to do. Uh, you can also find uh, bundles of shows. There's an exclusive episode of this podcast where Gary and I covered the horrible, horrible TV pilot, Generation X, um, that was just bad and horrible, and we goofed on it a lot. So go check all of that stuff out. That's duckfeed.tv slash tipjar. Back nine at midnight. Back nine at midnight. Chamber of Commerce. Back nine at midnight. Back nine at midnight. Chamber of Commerce. I'm Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we front all of your storms. <laughs> we're, we're saying, like, st- since Stormfront is the website for Nazis. Yeah, it's really weird. It, this it, does not hold up very well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you're here for that, if your SEO, if our SEO failed completely. <laughs> Hopefully we're not going to name this the SEO for Nazis episode. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, if you're looking for that kind of Stormfront, please please stop listening to the show and, and throw your, your iPhone in the ocean. Yeah. Um, go seek help. Yeah. Somebody, somebody should have already helped you. If you're here for uh, two episodes of He-Man that disguise themselves as an X-Men episode, and then like a pretty good episode of this cartoon, then we're here for you. Yes. Uh, we are going to cover Stormfront one and two, and then uh, bloodlines. This is going to be a, a three episode podcast this week. Uh, before we get too far into it, Gary, how, how, how are you doing, man? You doing okay? Everything good? You know, I'm okay. Yeah, good. Good. I'm doing all right. Um, just drinking some water, staying hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. I got to drink that water. Keep them limbs uh, loose. Mm-hmm. Got to keep, keep myself, uh, keep my, keep my war legs and war arms, uh, war loose. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to do, I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm a little sleepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a hard time falling asleep last night. Uh, because mostly I don't want to go on a huge digression about this. Um, but you do you know the website wish. I don't. Um, so it is a shopping website. Is it like wish.com? For, is that what I'm looking for? Yes. Yep. And it's, it's, they advertise on my Facebook all the time. And, uh, it always just says like, you know, time is running out to get this thing and it'll present an image without a name. You don't know what it is. So the first thing I saw in there was like this weird piece of like body armor. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, can you afford to wait a week for this? And I was like, I don't know what this is. You know, like, <laughs> what is it first? I go, Hold up. You're going too fast. <laughs> so last night, my curiosity got to me, uh, and I, I downloaded the app and essentially what it is, is it's like really, really cheap, like garbage. You know, oh, I like see the just body like, armor that you were talking about, the little ab cover thing. Yeah, that yeah I, weird. I didn't get, I didn't get, didn't buy the armor. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it's uh, just you know junk, like it, it's junk, it's dirt cheap junk. Um, and sign up for it because I was looking. They had a, a bootleg PSP on there. I wanted to look <laughs> just, at. It literally just scrolled down to get that. I said, free two thousand games, four point three inch classic games. <laughs> yeah, the the the, the, P, the P the PCP I think it's called or the PXP um i didn't end up getting that because of shipping and stuff but i signed up for the account and they're like hey we'll give you this for shipping shipping's a dollar and it's a laser pointer and i'm like that's cool like i I could do a laser pointer with my cap um i'm already here it does paypal it's very easy to pay a paypal a dollar and then i bought up a couple of like off-brand uh 
little iPod sh- off-brand iPod shuffles for a couple bucks each because I like those for airplanes. Like I like loading those up with music, sure, mm-hmm. and keeping them on airplanes where I don't have Wi-Fi. Um, you know, and having a couple of them that are themed, I think, is appealing to me. I've already got a couple of those, so I got a couple of those. But I was just looking through their garbage uh, on that website, and it is the weirdest shit. There are all these um, underwear uh, you can get that say in huge black letters above the dick, "Pump." What? Excuse me. <laughs> like, you is this, that who makes the underwear? Is it Pump brand underwear? I, there's no brand on this website. Jeremy, like it's not, it's we're we're not the kind of website that deals with brands. Um, it is every, so pump. There's one of the underwear though, where it has like a, like a little sleeve for your ding dong. So it can hang. So it looks like you just have warlock, like covering your entire. You got war dick. <laughs> yep, so yeah, so you get war dick. Um, and, and just in big letters, it's like, so there's this little like cloth, like snuffleupagus dick holster. And then a huge letter just says pump. <laughs> like. Is it the old this, like uh, super cut model? Is it the old MIT tattoo joke? Is that what's happening? Like where? It, what, what is the uh, MIT tattoo joke? Well, I've got I've got MIT tattooed on my dick, but you know when I get erect, it says Massachusetts Institute Massachusetts Institute of no. Technology. <laughs> like, does it expand no. the acronym? <laughs> I've never heard that joke. But that's actually pretty funny. Um, yeah, I can see how yeah. that would um, distress your sleep, man. Like if I, I can't. I, I, I'm trying to start where if I get, once I go into my bedroom, uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to start like not no Twitter, no Facebook, no, nothing. Like I just I won't, I'm going to read either it's comics or books or something, and I'm not going to look because I'm just I feel like I'm more and more just addicted to like looking at shitty shit on the internet. <laughs> like yeah. it's just ridiculous, especially Twitter. I gotta I gotta get away from Twitter, Gary. It's not bad that, for me. Like I've I've excised all of the stuff that makes me upset. There's just a lot of it to read, and you know it's not yeah. very worthwhile. That's smart. I, 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 I try to do that, but then I end up, I watch like, I'll watch like a YouTube, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, before, before bed. So that's the, uh, my, my big problem, but that's smart. I should come up with some kind of rule like that. I was talking to, um, um Josh Garrity cause, uh, I guess mm-hmm. as a brief plug, I just recently did the sound of play podcast. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, he said he's taken, he has taken Twitter off of his phone. Like he, he mm-hmm. only looks at it when he is at the house and he's like, and I'll look at it and then I'll realize like I could be doing anything else with my time. And I think there's, there's, there's some of that of like, cause I've started, you know, heavily leaning heavy on, I know you do this too with like, um, like star Wars and stuff like that. Like you start muting the stuff that you just don't want to yes. read about. And I've, I've started doing that a lot and I've started like just mass, like, I'm sorry. Like these people that I've been like Twitter mutuals with for two years from something awful or from Tumblr or whatever. Like I'm just, I just don't want to see any more of your stuff. I don't know you. I don't know who you are yeah. <laughs> like, just because we've internet known each other for two years. Doesn't mean that I want to see all of your shitty retweets or anything. So yeah, I'll do, I'll do a pruning with like some, some frequency. Yeah. I need to get, you know, I need and, to do that. <clears throat> yeah. And same thing, same thing with Facebook. I do the, I try to control my social media things. I've somehow managed now that like my Facebook is all animals. And I, I know I, I said that before, but it's almost literally funny animal videos. Yes. Like yes. almost the entire thing. Like it's pretty great actually. Like it's made me like Facebook in a way I haven't since the site started. Yeah. That, that page um, is that where people are just posting pictures of animals. I, I'm, I'm assuming for you, <laughs> I think they're just doing it for you is, yeah. is, is extremely it's, good. It's for everybody. I, I made a, a private Facebook group. If you're listening to this, no, you cannot join it. It's a private group. It's private. Yeah, we can't um, trust your fucking normal people out there with your... <laughs> you come shit it up with your Trump opinions. I just want to look yeah. at my dogs. <laughs> <laughs> with your with your animals that don't exist, like your fantastopotamuses and shit. I don't, I don't need that. Your Photoshops. Um, your, your, 
your big your your uh, giraffe neck holster that just says pump across its chest um, <laughs> yeah, just because you've seen a picture of a dinosaur with feathers doesn't make it your pet and that's the only thing that's allowed on that facebook page it's it, it is exclusively animals the uh, but i just i did that to curate because because the internet what i was going what i was going into that is like i made it all you know like my my feed very good you can't escape things though because there is a, a animals and predicaments posting group that kept like having like these edgelord problems like people would just post you know cute shit and like there was a problem with repeated posts i mean quote-unquote problem right who gives a shit if you see the same funny picture of somebody pouring a snake out of a box of cheerios like three times a day i'll watch that three times a day it takes two seconds Mm -hmm. but the um people were mad about that but then like these weird bros would get on there and they somebody would be like the the whole it's you know animal animals and predicament so like there'll be funny pictures like a cat trapped in a screen door or something like that sure and somebody would people would start posting like just like pictures of their pets or something like that and like their pet would be like sitting on their lap and they're like their predicament is i can't get up or something and there are these bros who again there would be like what's the fucking predicament i don't see like <laughs> i don't see where the animal's in a predicament and i'm like dog are you are you here for the misery of the animal like is that Why? the part of it that you like it's supposed to be the animal part not the predicament part the predicament I, part I, is just a fun flavor it's the salt and pepper of the picture <laughs> i started calling these dudes out and i was like you know somebody would post like a really amazing picture of like a possum eating or something like that and i would be like like you know in before some asshole bro says what's the predicament and then uh somebody would be like what's the fucking predicament like to my question and i'd be like you have to ask yourself how much this matters to you like what what are you doing you know like where are you in your life where you're arguing about the fact that somebody posted this amazing video of a possum eating watermelon and you're angry like at it and i and i was like you know this this doesn't matter like you know this it's just this this cool picture of a possum. He's like, the site's not called Cool Pictures of Possum. It's called Animals and Predicaments. I ask you again, where's the fucking predicament? And I'm like, you can't, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's a Facebook page, dog. Just chill. Yeah, you you chill gotta out. go. You oh, gotta man. go. And then and then some of those edge lords kept getting called out by that. And then they started, you know, redoubling on the edge because when you call out an edge lord, their their refuge is to use the n word or something uh out of, out of nowhere so like, they get reported like the group is actually pretty good self-policing but part of the reason why i created my private group was because i was, didn't want to i want to subject my friends to those animals without subjecting them to the edge lords yeah so yeah. i am the filter through which the edge flows uh and is purified to just cool pictures of possums you're a living content aggregator you were you were a yahoo homepage in 2018 <laughs> i live to serve um yeah uh, so it's uh just call me uh god what is what is the name of that uh fark just call me fark.com fark.com absolutely yeah, yeah. we're just gonna steal content from something awful photoshop threads <laughs> posted on our facebook animal group <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um speaking of living to serve uh we're gonna dip into some slavery stuff on this on these stormfront episodes gary this gets a little get a little icky in these two episodes yeah it's um it's a little icky but it's filtered through this like super i mean not it is super icky but it's also filtered through this dumb X-Men shit. So like it doesn't come off as depressing or as serious as it should. <laughs> yeah. The, like, uh, I mean, spoilers, the X-Men win the day, but, uh, they kind of just don't solve any of their problems either. So like, no, no mo- most of this, uh, most of this, this is two episodes, uh, essentially of like the X-Men fighting robots on an unrelated planet. And then the end of it with them leaving the leader of that planet to be killed by all of his people. Yep. 
Uh, the end. Yeah, like, that's what happens. It Starting takes, it takes a, a slave rebellion there. and then leaving and not worrying about the outcome of it. <laughs> we're gonna let yeah. out, we're gonna let and, the Avengers deal with this if it ever comes back up again. <laughs> these fuckers have never read Game of Thrones. You don't do that. No, not the, at all. Um, it, it, that doesn't work. Um, this is it's all pretty dumb. Um, how are you doing? Real quick before we get into, it. I just feel rude when I when I go on a tangent when you ask me that. Oh, it's okay. I'm doing well. Uh, I recently had a an internet um scuffle with a guy oh yeah and I, I won't go into the details because it's not it's not really important to the story but i found it hilarious like he was calling me out on something that i said and then i just like rationally explained like dude i'm not that what you're saying is not true and he's like well no it's actually da 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 and tried to like ramp up the argument and i was like no that's that's not true either like look at what i said look at the article i posted and then he followed me and liked like 20 of my tweets and said i'm sorry yeah. and i was like wow this is this has never happened to me to me before this is amazing you you, you I won. won an argument on the internet <laughs> i did it, it. doesn't yeah, it doesn't actually happen like it's pretty pretty impressive I, I, and, and you know this will be like that time that i won 500 dollars playing blackjack at the casino i'm never gonna do it again <laughs> lost it all <laughs> i paid my rent and i'm never gonna i've never played blackjack at the casino again i'm never gonna argue on the internet again yeah it, it's it's not it's not super fun because people people will will double down on anything i said that about edgelording earlier but it's literally true of like just about anything yeah you know yeah. and the thing that that happens once you get any amount of like internet audience kind of thing and i'm not bragging like i am a super small fish in that pond but it people will who you don't know who are strangers will search you out for things like that and then just bring that argument to you yeah you know like you'll be like x and then they'll be like well actually not x and then you'll be like x you know and then no not x here's here's a bunch of shitty sources and and, and reasoning behind not x and it's just like i you i don't know you like you brought this like thing to me and i don't actually like when you realize you don't actually have a responsibility to engage with that you know if you if you don't want like i try to engage with people who are operating in good faith but at a certain point like i've said my opinion you've said your opinion like there's really nothing left to say let's honestly like both go do something else you know exactly and that's where yeah. that that you know and if it, if it, if that's not acceptable that's where that that mute mute comes in oh absolutely you know? mute block whatever you got to do so yeah um yeah. why don't you why don't you start us off with stormfront number one so we can we can get into these well, episodes because i want to talk about the technicolor dreamscape that is washington dc yes <laughs> we are talking about uh two three episodes stormfront one and two and bloodlines starting out uh the dashing alien <laughs> um <laughs> it's his superpower is the midair dash gary that's all it yeah. is <laughs> mighty number nine archon uh unleashes terrible weather conditions over washington dc to get storm's attention it works, and he begs her to return to his planet. Uh, his planet is not actually called Corsus, um, in in the cartoon or the comics. I don't think. Uh, return to his planet Corsus to save it from meteorological chaos, uh, which threatens his people. After much pleading, Archon convinces Storm. Intrigued by this dynamic leader, but highly suspicious, Storm departs, but leaves a clue for the other X Men to follow. The X Men travel through an interdimensional portal and arrive to quote unquote rescue Storm. Just as she is in the midst of restoring the planet's raging ecosystem. God, this is detailed. Raging <laughs> ecosystem. Once successful, Storm proclaim is proclaimed savior throughout the universe. Uh, <laughs> it's just the whole universe. <laughs> uh, uh, what's more, Archon asks her to marry him. So, like, yeah, some of that stuff happens, but, like, that's not, just not how I would put it. Um, boy, yeah, he's, he's from, like, Pol- Polamachion. Or something like the Polachimon or something like that is the name of his. Yeah, I looked. I looked town. him up because I could not believe that this person would actually exist in the Marvel universe, and he he totally yeah. does. And like, um, the thing that Storm is going to go back and fix is something that in the comics, like Iron Man, put in for him to fix his planet, and then he fucked up and had to come back and get um, 
Yeah. Like other, like he, all he does is fuck up his own planet's weather and then come to Earth for all of our weather people. Like he, he's done it with Thor, Storm, Thundara. <laughs> like he's done it with a lot of, I say done it, but like he's gone to Earth to try to get these people to come back to him to fix problems that he creates. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it has the stink of like Fantastic Four villain and it is a Fantastic Four villain. Like learning that I was right about that was really something. Yeah. Um, Cause he's a, I will say that the uh, the the opening scene here, which is Washington D.C. under having all of this crazy weather, is actually kind of cool. Like I don't I don't know why the, uh, the, the the Washington Monument is bright yellow and why the sky is like bright pink or purple, but it looks nice. Like we haven't seen these kind of colors in X Men animated series before, so I'm kind of into it. Yeah, it's really, it's really colorful, um, which I like. Um, it it underlies like the big pothole in this this show, which we'll we'll get to here. Um, which is like extremely obvious. Like it even shows up in the synopsis. Um, but it looks cool here at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, Xavier is watching this weather on Cerebro. <laughs> just, I had to make a note of that, Gary, because he's he's straight up just like watching this with the Cerebro hat on. Like he's, he's got a Roku, Roku hooked up to his Cerebro. And he's just, <laughs> <laughs> i've got amazon prime in my right eye and the weather channel to my left cyclops <laughs> my mind's eye um yeah the, uh, the uh so and this is this is going to a weird thing so like something i've never liked uh in i don't really like when it happens to magneto either like less somebody's accused me of anti-storm bias but like the weather's bad and it makes storm feel like physically sick because of her connection to it yeah Right. So there's always been this like weird storm kind of like, uh, uh, net, you know, naturalistic, holistic medicine kind of angle thing of her having a connection to the earth, you know? And just the fact that this still co- carries over to another planet is extremely weird to me. Like she's not connected to the earth and earth's weather as she's kind of presented. She's kind of connected to weather in general. Yeah. Just the idea of weather, which is very vague and, and weird to me. Um, and, not and, super into it. And look, Gary, is she is she connected to weather or climate? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, like I know the difference between the two, but like, how would they interact with Storm's powers on a different world, presumably with different, you know, north and south magnetic poles, and this whole thing? Yeah, I I'm with you that anytime the mutants are like connected to Earth or something through their powers, I'm not I'm not really into it. Um. The funny part here is that Storm is so fucked up about this. Like, all of the X-Men are flying into Washington, D.C., presumably to fix weather, I guess. Like, there's no supervillain at it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's so fucked up about it, she just opens the emergency hatch and flies out, endangering all of her teammates. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jubilee almost falls out of the side of this fucking plane. And Jubilee does not have... I mean, I guess, like, they can have the discussion whether fireworks count as weather. Uh, You know? (laughs) Because I, mean, I guess I could, I could see the argument, right? Technically, technically uh, it counts as climate. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> um, but yeah, she almost kills her teammates here uh, because she's so like freaking out about the weather. I uh, hear one of the, you know, everything is, is terrible. Like everyone cannot like land the plane because it, it's the, the hatch is open. One of the wings gets blown off. Like it's real bad shit. Um, and they crash land. So like there goes an X jet. Like there goes everyone, like three months of everyone's salary. Yep. Um, no good. Um, and storm, uh, tries to fix the weather, 
here yeah. and it's a it's a big deal like things are going very badly and she and she's like doing the whole storm thing. We're going to see a lot of this. I'm not going to call it up every single time because it'll take like four hours to get through. But like she's doing a lot of the let the Saharan desert dry up the whatever, you know, the Brazilian yes. rain and all of that bullshit that I just I just cannot stand. Like it just really dramatic storms. Yeah, it goes on and yeah. on and on and on and on. Um, um, throughout all of this, there's a dude like kind of spying on storm and watching what she's doing. And uh, <laughs> it's a funny note, Jeremy. Uh, the guy watching Storm has an incredibly dumb hat. He does. <laughs> he Get a screenshot. It looks like a fucking propeller head without the third propeller. <laughs> it's like it got broken off by, you know, Mickey the bully or something. Um, but yeah, he's he's kind of spying on all of this stuff. And then uh, Storm eventually kind of clears some of this off, but ends up falling off the Washington Monument, and he catches her in like a like a good like romantic meet cute kind of way that I just absolutely despise. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the comics and TV show have always had a really hard time with storm. And one of the ways that they, you know, they have to, you know, she is, she is this character. Like she's huge. Like she's larger than life, hyper competent character with love interests. They always have a hard time with her. That's like one of the things that made like Dracula fall in love with her. Dr. Doom fell in love with her. Like they always have to have these like regal figures. Like it always has to be a King or queen because mm-hmm. she's very like Royal and very stately and that's one of the the bummer like i the most believable relationship she's had as far as i could like the stuff i've read has always been forge yeah like that ends up just kind of like making sense like and he uh me. and he accidentally removed her mutant powers so yeah that didn't, that didn't work out too well <laughs> no but but the alternative is shit like this where like you know some kind of there's just like this regality to storm's character that like is true in the comics and comes across well in the cartoon is just this weird given like the fact that she's constantly being put into leadership positions of alien cultures, you know, be it the Morlocks or the Arconians, um, is very, very strange. Um, so, so we'll get to that. She he gets caught by the guy. He's like, I've traveled across the dimensions of space and time to save you. You know, your beauty is renowned. Blah, blah, blah. And then he has, you find out that he has a little, a, Logi- a Logitech Harmony is what he has. <laughs> he's got, he's got Logitech Harmony for his Roku, his weather Roku. And, and <laughs> he turns off the weather. He just has the button. He, has, he, he needs to off turn the off the climate activity on the on the button. Now it's ridiculous. Just, uh, just recently, um, as of the time we're recording this, we just recorded an abject suffering uh, about the t- the, car- the video game X Men Destiny. Yeah. And during it, we talked about Chuck Austin's run on Uncanny X Men. One of which is a a storyline called the Draco in which uh, we find out Nightcrawler's father is Satan and Nightcrawler's father's plan. I've talked about in the show before, but just the the brief synopsis is to uh, go to earth, have a bunch of babies. Those babies will have teleportation powers so they can free him from the prison of hell and teleport him to earth. So like, if you're thinking about that, you're like, you know, that's not, that's, that's dumb. Like he, it's, it solves the problem, right? Like he's already, he got to earth. Why does he need to have this convoluted plan to go to Earth? This guy comes to Earth with a weather controlling device to lure Storm so she can come back and control the weather at his home base. <laughs> like, it is one of the dumbest things this cartoon has ever done. I hate it so much. And it duplicates another plot point in this. Like, not only can he not control, or he can control the weather with this this remote, he also has a machine that can control the weather. Like this guy has two methods of controlling the weather and goes to another dimension to steal storm to control weather and trick her into marrying him for weather control. And, and Gary, it, like the machine that he has to control the weather, his, his science dudes, like his science council, I think that they're actually calling themselves a science council. Tell him like, Hey, 
you're drawing too much power from the weather machine that stabilizes our weather, and that's why the weather is crazy. And he's like, nope, I'm going to go get a storm witch from Earth. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the dumbest, most convoluted plan. Like, I'm going to go marry an X-Man, like, in order to have this thing. It is very, very, like, it's it's just bonkers. Like, and we're we're there with it. Like, these episodes, like, are weirdly slow, similar to Phoenix Confidence. Like, I feel like they're both kind of, like, an episode and a half worth of content in two episodes. Yeah, absolutely. You know? But like very early on, as soon as you figure out what's going on here, it makes no sense. Um, Storm is resistant uh, here, of course, and he kidnaps her, like takes her through this portal. Um, luckily, she leaves a little transponder like communicator thing. Yeah, uh, this there. is he He literally kidnaps this chick. And in the next episode, she's going to be like marrying him. I don't understand her motivation. Yeah. Like, I think me I, and you both well, talked it about seems this. Like mind control. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not. <laughs> give, give me some motivation. <laughs> These, uh, man. It, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make. Well, we'll get to it here in a second. Um, first, like the X-Men, you know, who crash landed their plane because Storm jet it like sank their plane. Um, hijack a car, which is really great. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. This is, this yeah. is really funny to me that he just, that they just straight up are like, Hey, you need to give me your car. Get in the yeah, back seat. Wolverine us. is driving now. <laughs> yeah. How can be? Um, and I, I, I like that. This is, this is good note work because the, the X-Men find storms leftover bullshit. Uh, <laughs> that's what it is. She tears off one of his like teleporter anal beads and then her X-Men patch and leaves it on presumably in a golf course. Cause there's a line coming up where uh, Wolverine says something like someone's been playing the back nine at midnight, which has got to yeah, be a you know, euphemism. That's a for euphemism man. Like, <laughs> that, like that definitely sounds like did, did we Google that? Is that like a step on a duck? <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't google it at all <laughs> uh, it doesn't autocomplete which isn't a good sign um nope it looks like that's just one of wolverine's homebrew oh good like, good, good, homebrew, good uh uh dirty dirty phrases um man i i this is uh just speaking of home homebrew dirty phrases and this is gross i give everybody a warning i'm gonna say something gross here in a minute um one of my friends was telling me about this this didn't happen to me but he worked as a uh a cook in a, at a country club which is like kind of fancy, uh, you know, like it was in my hometown. So like the nicest country club in, in DeKalb, Illinois is still not very nice, but still was like, you know, the hoi polloi of yeah. my shitty hometown. Very, very um, new money. I'm I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like a lot of that kind of stuff. So people who were just people from the city who like were scared, scared of black people were trying to move as far away from them as they could. Anywhere you with know? the so gate. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so there's some old money kind of stuff too. But at this country club, he, he worked there and he said his boss told him two of the fucking foulest uh phrases for 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 anal sex which is what back nine at midnight sounds to me um he said and i again i've got to warn you guys because like, this is fucking real gross, Constant okay? warning. do i need to put like claxons yeah, going on right now in the, in just, the mix uh, just just go go forward about 45 seconds if you, if you don't want to hear this one he said uh he's talking about having sex with his wife while she's on her period and said when the river runs red i like to take the the dirt road out back oh which that's yeah, pretty that's, gross that's that's not how mm-mm. But then he also talked about uh, doing her from behind and like he said he, his dick pulled out a peanut. And I don't know what that is supposed to be a euphemism for exactly. I, I imagine it's like, you know, product because that's, that's what happens with anal sex. But like, it's so fucking gross. And it's like the manager of this country club, like talking to my friend as he's like leaning over a fancy steak to put in some rich person. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's really fucking gross, dude. Like, 
Really, really good. So I, I can imagine Wolverine picking up a lot of that salty language in the war. And, and just being, <laughs> I was wondering, you know, I was waiting for Jerry this to tie down to X-Men. Thank you for getting it back there. <laughs> you know, like, oh, like, you know, the thing about Jerry is they like to, you know, take their wives home and take the back nine at midnight. You know, like you can imagine him being that kind of salty old man. That's the kind uh, of dude. Just uh, follow uh, shit like that. Your, your, your friends manager guys. That's the kind of dude that would like show off his own homemade porn two people like without his oh wife's my knowledge right like oh check out me check out yeah. this video of this chick i mean like 30 seconds into it and you're like yeah. wait a minute is that your wife she did she, she just brought us a cracker dude like i don't <laughs> like i know who that is the uh there was i i've said this before too but there was uh the gross old man who ran the video game store in my hometown who in the back room had a setup on his computer where it consistently showed like tons of little screens, like you're watching like a, you know, a bunch of different weather channels, mm-hmm. but they're all like repeating porn gifts, Ew. but like as a mo- mosaic and okay. like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 14 tops. Like it's so fucking gross, man. Like it was, it was, a, I live in like a real nasty little disgusting little town. Um, <laughs> did, did Stephen <laughs> King like a, write your town? <laughs> Are you, <where's> this? <laughs> Just, I got out. That was the guy who told me all the time that, uh, the assassinations, or people, uh, people kept dying from the train tracks. And he said that there were assassinations. Like you could pay a crackhead forty dollars to put somebody in front of the train tracks, and because a bunch of we we lived in the only major city in America where two railroads intersect two major highways. Uh, it is an extremely dumb city, and the um, uh, he people would die on the tracks from time to time, and he like would like bring me back into his backroom game shop porn dungeon and say like, "Hey, you know all those people are dying. This is what it is," and it's like. Ed, fourteen man. Like I came here to buy, buy a copy of EVO on the SNES. Like I did not come here for this. Do you have the red version of Maximum Carnage? Like I don't, I don't need this. I don't. Why are you? Am I your only friend? Is that what's happening right yeah. now? Am I? Your How much only will friend? you give me for Shadowrun for the SNES if I trade in for the Shadowrun for the Genesis? That's all you need to tell me. <laughs> like you weird, gross old man. Yeah, that's that's um, that's not good. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they find out that Storm's been playing the back nine at midnight, or taking oh. taking the dirt road out oh. back, or however you want to call it. Um, and they they find one of these teleporter things, uh, and like we get this weird scene where Beast is like doing his science thing with it, and it just doesn't go anywhere because Wolverine smashes it, and it turns into a portal. It actually works. <laughs> yeah, that that was the key. If you smash this thing, it turns into a. What is the, uh, I can't remember what, what, what are the, uh, little, the little bitty like fireworks, like the, they're not really fireworks, but the shitty, like, um, like, they're not snapbacks. I don't know why I want to say snapbacks, but the little, like not blackjacks, but the little things that you, like it's a pouch of black powder and you would throw them at people and they would yeah, pop like poppers. Pop, like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's one like, of those, except it teleports like you to a different planet. <laughs> That's what these are. <laughs> yep. Teleports you to a different show. Um, <laughs> so, so the X-Men go to rescue storm. We could, except for Xavier. Xavier stays behind because he has mind control and would solve the plot. Of <laughs> like you can't, you can't actually have a psychic there because they will immediately know that somebody's up to no good. Yeah. Also, um, Jean Grey is gone, even though she was in the last episode. Jean Grey is missing again. Like the idea. Every once in a while, the X Men just doing those away missions. Yeah. Totally. Um, we get there, and Storm is understandably pretty upset. Like you kidnapped me, and he explains, like he says, "Listen, I really need you. Like our planet is has no resources." because of this weather problem we have, like our people are dying, like does the hard sell and storm being a superhero is like, okay, you know, we're going to do that. Um, the X-Men show up. Everyone is like scared of them because they're aliens. Yeah. Because uh, they, even though they're dressed basically the same way as everyone else on this planet, like everyone is scared of them because they happen to look a little bit different. 
<laughs> like you're an alien race. Yeah, it's, it's, you're wearing ridiculous yeah. clothing. Why are you scared of the yellow spandex? Uh, so, so Storm is using her weather plan. She's like, I, I sense an interference. Archon says, oh, that's just our, our mega device or whatever. It keeps playing alive. You have to work around it, baby. Also, we should be together. And like, the, it feels like, you know, in the, the there's a Simpsons joke where like somebody attaches a rider bill to something that's passing Congress. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, they're going to pass like the Orphans for Schools Act. And someone's like, I want to uh, pass the pervert protection bill. And they're or add a rider to that, the pervert protection rider. And they're like, uh, you know, everybody in favor of the orphan slash pervert bill say I. <laughs> and then nobody will nobody will say I. It's like that. He just like slips it in like, no, you know, we have to solve this weather. But also, you're so cute. You know, like he's, he's slipping in these moves, this fucking gambit level, like subliminal messaging. It's, it's really bizarre. He's definitely coming off like a, like a gambit too, because it's, it's all, you're so beautiful. I can't believe like he's all he talks about is how beautiful she is and how she needs to fix his weather. Like that's, 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 that's why gambit is. isn't in this episode either. Cause he'd immediately get it as well, but game recognized game. <laughs> he don't got no good intention for you. Shit. Hey, still, you don't give it behind. up to gambit. You don't give it up to aliens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> gambit stay behind. Learn some tricks. <laughs> Way um, behind. <laughs> <laughs> Gambit stay at the back nine. Learn new tricks oh, at midnight. Nah, sure. no. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so yeah, so so Gambit, so she does it. Um, she's trying to save the planet. Um, the X-Men fight some robots because there has to be some action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here. And there's like random and, floating uh, police robots. I think I call them cop bots in the rest for the rest of the yeah. episode. So enjoy that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they, they they do not look like they belong in this cartoon at all. Like no. they're like GoBots. Like they go to the planet of He-Man to fight GoBots in this uh <laughs> and do the plot of a Star Trek Next Generation episode. <laughs> like that is what this, this episodes are. Like it's extremely dumb. Because like the, this is actually this is very Star Trek Next Generation, like going to a planet that is actually doing something evil like this and tricking the the federation to helping this feels very picard to me oh yeah yeah totally. um yeah um they also like i'd like some of the scott's lines in here i just want to call one of them out where he's talks he says i wonder i hope they're not from the chamber of commerce like excuse me scott what are you what is this like scott. local government bullshit out of your mouth like this is not how you this is not how you talk smack <laughs> the uh, cyclops is amazing in these episodes like and maybe him and gene are fighting and that's why she's not here and he's just like a little cranky about it or he's drunk or something <laughs> like he's 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 amazing because we're gonna get to it here in a second like he's the very first person to give up on storm though like instantly is just like yeah she's she can do whatever she wants whatever Fuck, <laughs> yeah, she, here. she made her choice <laughs> apparently gene yes. has made her choice too at home right because <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, they don't so, they don't so, show so, it but uh this is definitely I, I bet i'll bet anything cyclops is reading like the uh uh what is it the incel reddit form at this yeah, point <laughs> yeah he's 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 uh he's been subscribing to roosh um so storm is yelling at the weather trying to control it a bunch like bypass this machine um you know the x-men uh get like the cop bots trap them yeah they get arrested uh, and get sent to jail where their their idea is um for cyclops and wolverine to have a fight and break out which Mm -hmm. works because we're just not really we're we're not caring about anything now we're on the home stretch we're almost in the end of this episode (laughs) it's 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 not great um they they finally they meet up with uh storm who is kind of passed out from all of this stuff and jubilee wakes her up and then uh as soon as storm passes out like all of the weather goes bad again like completely undoing everything that they did originally yeah she's she's a load-bearing like weather sort of thing yeah um, they're fighting and and wolverine is about to you know summarily execute archon mm-hmm. um you know slice his throat and she says like hey stop it wolverine they actually need us i'm i'm helping out 
give me some time to fix the weather. She yells at the weather, says soliloquy a little bit more, and the weather gets fixed. Everyone is super happy. Um, you know, it's like, hey, we did it. You know, you think this is going to be the end of the episode. But dude is like, I can't believe you're the savior of our people. Will you do me the honor of being being my wife? And she goes, this is very quick. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, okay. And then <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> like, I do incredible. Wanna, I do want to talk about this. Uh, and, and, are you are you watching the episode right now? Do you have it up? Mm-mm, no, okay. I, don't, I don't have this one up. I, sh- a, I should do that, though. I'm going to send you the screenshot real quick because um, Jesus Christ, Gary. Uh, it's... Like when when she says yes, the X Men have the same face that I did when I was watching this episode, which is just complete and utter shock. Like, what in the fuck? Are she's doing what? <laughs> I pulled it up in the episode, and I have it exactly. I have it like a big version of it on my player, and then a little version in the Discord. Her jaws all dropping. Um, it's ridiculous. Like the idea that Storm would get kidnapped, go to this planet full of like weird weather shit, and be like, "Yep, this is where I belong now." I, I don't have the Morlocks anymore. I gave those back to Calypso, so okay, might as well do something else. It seems a lot like mind control to me. Like it's like I, that's what that's what we both thought. You know, was like she's being controlled by him. He has super charisma powers or something like that, and that's like weirdly not the case. Like it is just you know because as we get into the next episode, which which we'll do here in a moment. Like it's all fine. That's the cliffhanger. That's a pretty good cliffhanger. Like, wait, you're going to do what? You know? Um, so then we, the, 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 the credit credits moved down to the next episode. Um, Stormfront part two, but take a breath. This is a long one. <laughs> and all these, these real, these real time descriptions, uh, spectacular preparations for storm's wedding to Archon proceed quickly period. But as Jubilee helps storm the new queen prepare for the wedding, Jubilee can't help but notice how badly the palace workers are treated. When Storm mentions this to Archon, he reminds her that she is his. This is she. This is a new world, and asks for her trust. Meanwhile, Wolverine, Cyclops, and Beast discover there are fleet ships bringing slaves uh, from the neighboring planet. Archon, it seems, is a ruthless tyrant. Storm must know the truth. Back at the castle, Storm has been making a few discoveries of her own. Why are these like laying out like literally every line of the plot now? I I, I don't know. Like I I made this sheet. Uh, like I I pulled all of these way back when that like X Men animated series website was still up. Like where you could still get mm-hmm. all that stuff, and I put them all in a spreadsheet. Like when we started this podcast, like every single season. So I've had this one spreadsheet I've been working off of, and I don't know why at the end of these these things are going so fucking off the rail. Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not dangerous. writing these. The one for um, Bloodlines <laughs> in a minute is fucking hilarious. So okay. just just <laughs> okay, yeah okay. just. I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, uh, well, luckily we can't we can't screw through this because in the meantime, like who knows how long they have built a I don't know like four hundred feet tall statue of Storm. Yeah. So uh, to stand next to this thing. Here's how backwards this economy is, Gary. They have like we see this this giant statue, and like we see what's obviously the civilian population like hauling giant rocks to go build these statues like old pyramid style like did with the slaves right at the Mm -hmm. same time there's an enormous 100 inch tv there's frank's 1000 inch tv on the on the fucking where this dude where archon is yelling at his populace about how great storm is and floating robots that i have to think could take those robots and build this the and build the monument (laughs) and let the the civilians do it this is so fucking backwards yeah i i I, you know the fact that they do have robots for everything does kind of make the slavery angle this real silly (laughs) it's so fucking Um, stupid like um yeah it's pretty pretty dumb this is supposed to be just cluing the audience in that things are bad even though we saw before you know 
Um, they talked a little bit about the weather machine. We'll get to more weather weather machine talk uh, here. We cut to the X Men watching that you know watching that same broadcast of uh, of Archon telling everybody that Storm's great. Uh, Cyclops is like, we can't do this. You know, she's got to be out of her mind. Cyclops is like, she's made her choice. Let's go. Yep, <laughs> like, I gotta get back. Like, <laughs> like, you know, she she you know she's gone. When they talk to them about it, when they talk to Storm, like Storm actually makes some good points, even if it is insane. Like, you know, Storm's like, I've been an X Man since I was a teenager. I have not had my own life. You know. Um, and that's that's sensible. Yeah, you know, it's true. Like you you have dedicated your entire life to the X Men. Maybe you deserve to make a choice for once. Which is, I mean, which is fine. It's just like, honey, you're making the wrong choice. It's like this, just, this wouldn't be it. This is not the this is not the choice that you should make. You know, and and it's one of the worst. It's very relatable. Like one of the worst feelings when somebody you care about like is getting involved in a bad romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just know it. Um, she goes around like telling everybody, uh, you know, giving them like like you Cyclops, of course you care about me because you care about leadership of the team and beast. You care because all of your science can't analyze my heart. And Wolverine just starts scratching the wall like as a scratching post. And it's like, you know, Wolverine, your courage is the reason that, you know, like she goes around kind of explaining everyone to their own, their own things and says like, listen, Archon is good. Speaking from the heart, come to the wedding. You'll see that he is a good person. Yeah. So smash cut to him immediately being a total shit back. <laughs> just, he I mean, just immediately. Like, I mean, like this turn is because up to this point, we haven't really see, seen Archon do really anything wrong besides kidnap storm, which maybe can be excused, yeah. right? Like maybe he was trying to, he was desperate to save his planet and this was the only way, but like now we does a complete 180, and he's like, Oh yeah. Now that we got this weather under control, we can resume attacking this other planet and stealing their people for slaves. <laughs> like, Whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> and, and the science council who is made up of entirely like he man, like everyone is a he man, um, comes and is just like, uh, he's got one nerdy he man who is just like, it's actually the device. The reason why the weather's going crazy is because of the device. Everything's because of this device. And he's like, we need the device. The device helps us get slaves. We need to keep slaving. We're awful. They, they make the obedience collars work. And it's like obedience collars. Like you're, you're swerving towards like tying into an X-Men thing because they, they've had, you know, mutant sure. mm-hmm. obedience collars, you know, but it's, uh, it's, he says like it's the natural way of the world. Oh no, he says that later where he's like, it's the natural way of the world. They, they used to enslave us and now it's our duty to enslave them or something like that. Like, it's just terrible. Like it just, you know, and, and just imagine like how bad can storm be at reading people? I, I, I mean, and like, just, you know, you can fly, like maybe take a trip around the planet yeah. before you say yes to marry the king of the planet. Like it's, and, and if, <laughs> if I were, if I were Cyclops, I would have insisted that Xavier come. or or, like they have presumably they have the technology like he could just borrow two more anal b teleporters and go back and get xavier and be like xavier can you just check this dude out for us maybe quick scan like quick scan of even one of the workers yeah you know or or beast can you take a look at one of these collars and see if they're decorative or if they're slave collars i mean they're giant blinking purple collars and the (laughs) everyone is terrified like they don't look comfortable like (laughs) this is this this is such a two these are two terrible episodes like to have this be the end of this series almost like we're getting into the the the, the very end of it it's it's ridiculously bad it's 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 really dumb um i love that uh we we cut to um jubilee hanging out because jubilee is going to kind of be storm's buddy during this and one uh she picks up a piece of yellow cloth and says that it's real gold two 
she says very similar to the same way she talked about Genosha, which like that connection where she's like, it's like a dream. And that's like Jubilee's thing is saying things are like a dream in that exact cadence. Yeah. Um, she, she is just so happy to be like the queen's friend, right? Like she's just so excited about all of this. And uh, it's yeah. like Jubilee, like at least she at least has an excuse. Like she's at least a kid. Presumably yeah. she's still I mean, 13 and a half years old or whatever. She may be dumb as shit, but she's at least a kid. Yeah. So. Uh, this is this is the first inclination that something might be a little bit weird to to Jubilee because she knocks over this servant lady and uh, the servant lady like just is is terrified that she's going to get immediately killed and Storm is like yeah oh, she's probably just nervous I'm new and I'm like nah, come yeah. on Storm no, you're not no, you're not she, this she, fucking she's afraid stupid for her life and yeah she's afraid for her life in a way that like most people would not be um jubilee and storm have a really big laugh about this too <laughs> it's a really funny thing of them like i think it's the funniest thing in the world that jubilee took a yellow piece of cloth and just bodied this alien uh, <laughs> the um so we cut to the other x-men they're just kind of killing time before the wedding which i, I love this idea of them just hanging out yeah what they don't have uh, anything to do like they don't have any of their <laughs> stuff like no you know because yeah. presumably at the house they'd be playing like playstation or something right like they'd yeah, be hanging they change out. Of clothes yeah, yeah. so they're just they their phones and uh wolverine goes up and ask a guy for a hamburger <laughs> because Which, wolverine is wolverine i guess the um something that uh again you know i don't uh like i'll look at those chris sim things you know i don't i always want to be conscious if i'm stealing a joke from one mm-hmm. um and i feel okay because he he mentioned that somebody else told him this is that right before they ask him for when they ask him for the hamburger before the cop bot comes and zaps the dude the guy turns and holds up his finger like he has an answer <laughs> um and that's that's very funny like he isn't gonna come be and be like what's a hamburger he's gonna be like oh yeah oh Go yeah to the sure. Parthen- parthenon looking thing like three parthenons over <laughs> and- <laughs> go to parthenon burger over here on alien greek planet and uh get your hamburger there yeah and we go we go back to storm and archon um and jubilee is there on the sidelines as well and uh this is where archon just like straight up starts torturing a chick like in front of storm like a servant yeah. comes in without like bowing or some shit and so archon is like let me hit my pain button on my logitech harmony and make you make you ex- experience a lot of pain sets you to electrocute the um i just don't know like why he would do the research to know that storm would be able to do this and not do the research that says that on earth culture uh maybe of all people storm might have a problem with slavery you think you think the yeah, like, you know, the woman from africa the woman from egypt may yeah. have a problem with with slavery yeah, and yeah, building yeah, these the, weirdly we're... egyptian statues of them of herself it's extremely weird that he like he's so good at hiding his shitbaggery up until this point and they kind of betray it like it's him you know losing his temper but only kinda like he just you know <laughs> just like he's still like there's a scene of him just holding down the button talking to storm like kind of like considering what she's saying while he's just holding the wrist torture button it's uh, it is st- yeah. so far beyond the pale of what we really need to see right now <laughs> it, it's bonkers and and storm is like hey that was really awful you know finally waking up for the first time in her life um and and he's just like you know this is a different culture you don't understand our ways uh and she's kind of like okay with it like it kind of works for some reason yeah you know like hey life is life is hard here it's like well you know okay but you have a torture remote like it doesn't like that's 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 a deal breaker baby (laughs) it should be it absolutely should be but like she's she gets like comforted by this guy and it's so ridiculous that again i just i want to hammer this point on i really thought at some point we would get the the mind control thing here's the thing that i've never wanted in a cartoon before a mind control plot line (laughs) 
But <laughs> <laughs> just like even or like I was just thinking I was just watching the scene where they they re- reconcile. Like he's he's pretty cut and he walks around like a he-man like he's always naked. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's just really attracted to him. Yeah. You know, and you you tend to like if you're really attracted to somebody you'll paper over you know flaws mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. them and like maybe that's what's going on and that would have been a good thing to to show it's like my um, short-lived so relationship with kanye west it was all it was all sex <laughs> yeah, it's just like he's hot but like that's that's it yeah um the uh it's all it's all heartbreaks and 0808s the um <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um so, so you uh the, the x-man who had stowed away on a ship uh to this thing where he gets to see that the or they go to where the ships are coming back or whatever and the cop bots are fitting everyone with slave collars. Yeah, you know what this? Uh, they see this. You know what this plot needs, Gary? A revolution mm. <laughs> subplot. That's what we need to do in this cartoon. We need a revolution oh, subplot God. now. Yeah, <clears throat> this is this is a real X Men trope too. Is they find you know some some person. So somebody comes and shoots at the. He thinks shooting the X Men. He's actually shooting at the the robots and joins. There's a guy, a escape slave, who is the uh, the leader of the resistance. Yep. So Cyclops, Beast, and Wolverine, welcome to the resistance. Yeah. And uh and again we we go back to Storm who is um like trying to talk to the servant that was terrified earlier and is not getting anywhere because the servant is too terrified and is still like not fully on board with Archon being a shitbag, right? Like he's mm. he's still kind of thinking like, well, he doesn't treat me that way. Like, you know, yeah, he can't be classic. bad. I don't ever see that from him. Yeah, classic. Um yeah. So they uh they they head back Storm is still you know, torn for some reason mm-hmm. um during this fight beast kind of like like got hurt so he's getting bandaged up when he he fought with them um and we're, we we know what's going to happen now like they're 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 heading towards the resistance the x-men are going to help the resistance they have to go convince storm first though yeah there. i'm uh and, and <laughs> this is how long this thing takes i'm just i'm looking at my notes like and i'm and i'm kind of breezing through the episode as, as we're talking about it and i'm about 11 minutes 11 12 minutes into the episode and i have like six more notes of the episode <laughs> out of 10 yeah. minutes like not everything really, that you think is about to happen is about to happen like that's all it, happens. it just happens very slowly yeah like i love this this diner scene or where they're having dinner um for the feast and uh jubilee is eating like chicken drumsticks that are all one piece this mm-hmm. weird like beige pale orange chicken chicken it's, chunk it's uh, and then, calamari is what they call that <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she has that it looks like the side on her plate is an entire lemon <laughs> just one lemon i would like one yeah. lemon roasted please <laughs> yeah can i can have two two drumsticks and a lemon um yeah uh so they're, they're tele- televising the royal feast to all the slaves which is some some classic dictator shit mm-hmm. um and then the x-men show up and say like actually things are not what you've seen and we get, uh, you know, Storm flipping out. Like, you tricked me into loving you. You're actually a jerk. He's like, hey, baby, I'm not really like that. Um, and, you know, Archon says, like, I know what will make it up to you, baby. I'll throw the X-Men into the slave pits. Yep, because <laughs> I'm a good judge of character. <laughs> yeah. And then Storm, you know, doesn't, you know, she'd be like, oh, slave pits. Like, that, that, that that's the final, final nail in the coffin. Um, then there's a big fight. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good. Like, you know, pretty good fight with robots and, uh, and Archon with his gun. He has a, he has a backpack full of lightning bolts he carries for this entire thing. He never uses it. That's a disappointment, right? Him to pull yeah. yeah. I kept really expecting him to pull out a lightning bolt. Um, but pretty, pretty good action here. Uh, you know, and they're just, you know, they're just fighting kind of boring again, go bots, but at the very least, like they're able to actually do some shit. 
because they can robots. use their powers because it's a robot. Yeah. So like you can't, you know, it doesn't matter that they're, they, you know, you can actually kill them basically as opposed yes. to anything else. Yeah. At some point, and um, I want to say it's while they're uh, fighting it's, storm leaves. <laughs> she just jets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's going to, the, oh, sorry, I cut you off. What were you, what were you going to say? Oh, there's, there's just a weird line read, uh, where somebody, I think it's Wolverine when they break in, they come up and, they, and he sees like, her fiance, like they really put like a good, good amount of Creole on it. <laughs> it's just, the mood of my fiance need not concern you. <laughs> I'm calling it out cause I want to put it in the show cause I want to cut it out later. <laughs> um, Storm during this fight takes the opportunity to leave, like goes up into the sky and starts destroying the city. <laughs> Yeah, because that's how you react during a breakup, is you destroy the world yeah. that your ex is from. Like, I've, I've, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Like, this actually makes sense. Like, she's just, like, super pissed because she was tricked. Like, she feels mm-hmm. embarrassed. That's the secret to, like, when you get broken up with, when you, when you, you know, have unrequited love or something. The thing you feel, you know, that makes you feel so bitter is that you feel embarrassed. You know, at least yeah. that's been my experience. Like, I was a fool. You know, and that's the, the thing that, like, is, is, you know, a big strong feeling uh, that you have there. But Jubilee says, like, hey, don't kill all the people. Like they, you know, like you're still storm. I have to remind you once again, you're a goddamn superhero. Like, <laughs> please act like it just a little bit. Like innocent people live here. Um, so they, they go through a portal, which again, you know, if they could have done that the entire time, like, you know, who gives a shit? Um, Archon like kind of begs for her to storm to forgive him. Um, she says, go fuck yourself. Your slaves are all ready to tear you apart limb from limb. Let's go. Yeah. And and the conclusion to this is so ridiculous. She 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 destroys this like energy thing that you know, or not destroys it, but she she changes. She's or no, yeah, she does destroy it because yeah, she zaps it. Yeah, so every, presumably they can't use that energy source for their slave collars and their cotbots anymore. So they just leave. Like they okay, all of the yeah. slaves are free. You don't have the, the the robots anymore. You're still a bunch of shit bags in the government, but with with a bunch of powerful weapons. See you later, X Men out. Yep, yep. <laughs> this have, isn't Arkansas anymore. <laughs> destroy each other unarmed guys in tunics please destroy the guys with guns call agent brand uh, this is beyond what yes. i'm what i'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> this is a sword problem now um it's pretty like it's pretty cold like i like how it's kind of badass like as a way to end this mm-hmm. um but it, it's his a mess of a two episodes like like i said nothing feels x-men-y about this and just the the show is just consistently not knowing what to do a storm no um you know uh Kind kind of a kind of a bummer. Yeah, um, the outfits are really great. I like Wolf, I like Julie's little cat outfit that she wears, like her weird little headdress and stuff. Yeah, they they, they and Storm's outfit. Like anytime they, that's the only thing they do figure out with Storm is how to dress her. Like she consistently yeah. looks dope as hell. Like she, she, Storm she looks, looks awesome. like she belongs in the Black Panther movie at all time. At hell all yeah! Times. Like they yeah, they make it like really like awesome like mm-hmm. Afro future kind of kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that movie quite a bit. Fuck yeah, um, dude! Like that that stuff looks just amazing. Yeah, that's gonna be good shit. Um, so we're moving on to the final episode of the season, the final episode we're covering today, which is Bloodlines. Uh, Nightcrawler gets a mysterious message. He is informed that his birth mother, whom he never knew, is in trouble. He turns to the X Men for assistance. <laughs> Jubilee, <laughs> my, my nephew, my two-year-old nephew, wrote this. By the way, I just wanted to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jubilee is baffled that Nightcrawler wants to help the mother who abandoned him. She has never known. God, these details do not need to be here. She's never known her birth parents, and feels feels pretty hostile towards them. Pretty hostile. They <laughs> this has lost its consistent voice. Um, Nightcrawler admits there has been pain. But his faith in God helped him overcome her rejection. The plot thickens when one of the team members recognizes Nightcrawler's mother's voice. There are more bloodlines, quote unquote, here. 
than anyone imagined, <laughs> including the Friends of Humanity who arranged this quote unquote reunion in the first place. Man, those are getting bad. These are like, these how are long not are they gonna great. Be at the end? I don't know, man. Like, I, I guess I could go look at one, but I'm just kind of like I, I promise you. I'm I'm not writing these because I don't think I could write that yes. badly if I tried. And also, like, I just I pulled these off from like the website, the same place I got the, like the order of the episodes from, like the the main that's dude that great. wrote all of them. It's it's that's insane. That's great. Um, so so we start off uh, news reports saying that like, hey, anti mutant hysteria is back in the news because Graydon Creed is back and back at being a mover and shaker. And then we move to Graydon Creed going to the Friends of Humanity base where all the Friends of Humanity guys are. And this is fucking nuts. So hold on, because I I, I want to talk about that. But at first, we get this whole scene where the some council, not the Freedom of Humanity, or the Friends of Humanity Council, but like the city government council brings Creed in and then tells them he's out of order for talking. And I'm like, yeah. why did you let him? Why did you invite him? He was in the middle of fucking nowhere. He got Never ran give off. Give a platform to Friends of Humanity. <laughs> but yes, like, it's always okay to punch Friends of Humanity. <laughs> But then, yes, this fucking axis of evil bullshit that they have right here, where they're literally wearing hoods, Gary. They're wearing yeah. fucking hoods. They they wear uh, they wear purple hoods over, I mean, over their suits. It's it's so fucking ridiculous. It's and it's so like just it's on it's on the nose so much, man. I can't. I could not believe any of this stuff was happening. I uh, I was very surprised they didn't make one of the friends of humanity guys a black guy. Does it seem like that might have covered a base for them, maybe a little bit? God, you dude, know, made this I seem mean, a little less like KKK. <laughs> like you would, you would think, but like, maybe. I mean, I guess how do you sell that? Like, I think the only the only person in nineteen in the early late nineties that would think about that would probably be a black person. And then, like, were you going to tell a black person like, oh hey, yeah, we need to put yeah. a black guy on the on our KKK equivalent staff council? Like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I guess, just don't I guess think that's, that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they, w- they would have just done it with the animator though. Like, I'm not saying they would have had to even do. Oh, I'm not saying it would have mm-hmm. been a good decision. I'm just surprised the the animators didn't do it to kind of show like, hey, there's some uncomfortable connotations with these KKK guys. Like this is actually a totally different thing. They it's want to exterminate metaphor. mutants, but they are very diverse about it. Uh. Exactly. It's like that Mr. <laughs> Show new KKK sketch. Yeah. Um. So Creed comes in. He's like, hey, I'm sorry. I failed you masters. Because <laughs> um, it's a little it's it's like the KKK, except for a little bit weird. Like they they are in like a, a super villain like layer with a with a huge logo behind them and stuff oh yeah um creed, creed is like groveling he's like hey i want to be back in charge and they're like you idiot like we don't want you back you have you you have tainted blood like you have a bunch of mutants in your in your blood um you and he's like ah you know i know about saber tooth he's like well actually you have another kid like you have more mutant blood um here's a folder with all that stuff <laughs> Your family tree bears much poisonous mutant fruit. Okay, Nina Simone, <laughs> dial this down a little bit. Jesus Christ. Um, so you know, they give him this fuller says Creed Family Investigation. <laughs> they done. So like these guys went on to Ancestry.com essentially just like hit <laughs> control P. <laughs> control <you know. laughs> And like so they, they give him his Ancestry.com report and he's like, if I kill all these people, will I can I live? Like and can you know, I be the leader again? And they say yes. Uh, we cut to the X mansion at Halloween. So all these kids got through the security devices, which are presumably down uh, during it's this a, section. It's a it's a holiday, Gary. Holidays and yep. weddings. We don't have security at the X mansion. That's Professor Xavier's rules. Um, <laughs> um, pretty pretty fun uh, cameos here. Um, one of the kids is dressed as Devil Dinosaur. Uh, one is the original Yellow uh, 
Daredevil, and one of them is kind of Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, like off-brand Spider-Man. It yeah. looks really weird. Um, I love this. I love the idea of, number one, Wolverine hates Halloween, but he still answers the door to scare the kids in a beast mask. <laughs> Why do you have Where, a beast who made mask? That? <laughs> who made you, that? Did you buy that at the Walgreens? Why would yeah. you... <laughs> Who, who custom built that for you and why? Um, <laughs> she are tech, Gary. She are tech. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super extremely strange. Um, and just like, why does he hate it? Like he's just, you know, just him being a curmudgeon, but like, he seems like he's having a pretty good time. Um, he says why he hates it. It's because, uh, all these people get to dress up like freaks and then the rest of the days of the year, they get to be normal. But for us, we're freaks all the time. And like, that's not like, that's not really Wolverine's steez yeah you know like, that would have been actually Wolverine looks like a normal dude <laughs> yeah here, here's a good person to have dressed up as beast and answered the door and said that beast um <laughs> that's a good reason for that shit like it's pretty weird i love his um, i love his line here though midget monsters dime store demons you ask me the whole thing sick like okay wolverine yeah. <laughs> all right you hate christmas and halloween come on he, he wants to he wants to celebrate heaven ween and and take kids to a hell house um it's pretty it's pretty silly and since he's so so cranky jubilee's like well i'll take care of the next trick-or-treater I'm a kid and I, I'm not, I'm the only safe, increasingly the only sane person on this show is Jubilee. Oh yeah. And I would absolutely. not have expected that, but like that keeps happening. Um, and the next trick or treater is Nightcrawler who gets to walk around like Nightcrawler cause it's Halloween. Sure. And, but I mean, he's still got like the full like suit on, which is really weird yeah. because he's presumably going to walk into the X mansion, take off his suit and ha- just have his like uniform, like his carnival his uniform. Suit on under- under it. Yeah, <laughs> he does, he's, he's wearing his car. Yeah. He's, <laughs> um, and and Wolverine's very happy to see him. They love each other. They're bros. Oh yeah, yeah. They 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 go back from they since small times, and it's and it's very that, good stuff. Uh, that ski lodge, that haunted ski lodge episode. And we're gonna get uh, the the basic premise of this episode, which is uh, Nightcrawler got a letter from his birth mother saying to come meet him at what we're going to learn is an elect- hydroelectric dam, but co- <laughs> but come alone, and or else it's, I I might be hurt. Yeah, and come to a cheap location. And, Night- and Nightcrawler does not know what to do about this. Also, yeah, this is really funny because I, I didn't I didn't pick up on this earlier, but like literally they answer the door and then they all change into their uniforms and then have a conversation about why Nightcrawler is there. <laughs> Hold on, Bob. Is, is this work? I got to get my work uniform. Like, that's very funny because Jubilee was wearing her, her kind of casual outfit, but Wolverine definitely does a costume change as soon as. Like, and, and Nightcrawler maybe wasn't wearing his costume either. Maybe he had it in his backpack or something and they all like just like looked at each other and like want to hit the locker rooms. Yeah, yeah, we got to. And then like, yeah. <laughs> very funny um so the uh that's essentially the thing and wolverine's a little skeptical he's like hey you know your mom your mom ditched you you know do you do you think this is a trap and he's like it doesn't matter if it's trap etc cetera, etc cetera. that old that old thing um jubilee at some point says like hey nightcrawler and beast kind of look like maybe they're related rogue says that's just as likely as me and nightcrawler being related and one of the sloppiest dun, pieces dun. of foreshadowing I've ever seen in anything. I'm surprised Rogue didn't look at the camera when she said that. Wink. <laughs> like, you know, just wink furiously. Like, uh, uh, uh. Um, real, real dumb. Are you ready um, for but, uh, religious chat, Gary? Th- this is this is really weird that this religious chat thing happens. But I do like, so like, what a weird thing that they're actually pointing out how many people that are these like kind of broken superheroes all come from these broken families like 
you know, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, and Rogue were all adopted and abandoned mm-hmm. and don't know their parents. And like Wolverine doesn't have his memory and doesn't know his parents either. Like there's at least for like thematic depth here with these four characters. You know, like it makes a kind of sense. Except for that, like when Jubilee kind of opens up to Nightcrawler and says, like, hey, you know, I get it. I also don't know my parents. Nightcrawler's only answer is like, hey, God. Yeah. God is the only God is the real family. He's he's the comfort that we turn to when we're alone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's it feels cheap to me. Like even like I'm not religious. Even if I was though, it just feels like, you know, this isn't the proper thing. Like nobody likes it if you have a problem and you go to somebody you care about with, with your problem and you come back with a pat answer. Yeah. You know, like a, an answer that can apply to everything. It doesn't feel like you're listening then, you know? So it's like, are you even, are you even hearing Jubilee or are you just, that's literally you're a hammer and everything looks like a nail, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like every, that's, that's literally the answer for everything. It makes it kind of worthless. And this goes on for a while. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like they could use this time like way more about and way more better. And excuse me. They could use this time. And a, and a, a lot better by exploring yeah. some of Jubilee stuff and like bringing Wolverine and Rogan on that because that's there's some interest there like there's there's some yeah. stuff that they could talk about there as opposed to just being and I know like part of Nightcrawler's steez in this whole thing is is being like the religious god dude Rogue is going to call him preacher for the rest of the episode which makes no <laughs> goddamn sense but whatever um so I, I get it but at the same time like it's just it just it just feels kind of bad and I, I'm sure that jubilee is not having a great time like she's like okay thanks for the book i guess <laughs> it's just it's, it's just a it's just like the always like the, the weird guy outside of my high school handed these out too like it, it just would have been like a good way to explore some of these similarities like jubilee says that uh nightcrawler gives her a piece of non-religious wisdom you know wolverine says like well you know i didn't even know who you know, I don't have any memories. I'm sure I had parents. I have memories. Like just draw those connections again, because it was up to me to kind of like, and this isn't a bad thing to ask the audience to do some work, but I would have liked to have seen it explored a little bit. Yeah. Like, it was up to me to be like, Oh yeah, these characters are all together and they all don't, they all have this parent issue. Like that's and kind of interesting. And we're carving out time for conversation, right? Like it's not yeah, just that they're which is always something I, like, mm-hmm. I welcome, but underlining that nightcrawler is religious is not what I needed to have done again, because this doesn't change an arc for Jubilee. Like Jubilee does not become more religious after this like there's no change in her like it just ends up being a static scene like this does not advance yeah. character in the way that it needs to and it you know it's it's a bummer like uh, i would have liked to have seen that like i understand that because it's the cartoon they have to boil nightcrawler down to his essential piece mm-hmm. you know, like we everyone gets one character trait and that's nightcrawlers but just at least have him bounce off other people in an interesting way so our um, our, t- our team lands at like i mentioned before a hydroelectric dam <laughs> Mm-hmm. which is a weird setting and they just knock on the door and out walks a, fr- a friend of humanity guy just in like the full yep. garb and and they just punch him immediately <laughs> like it's uh yeah so so there's a lot to unpack here so like one it's ridiculous uh, to, it is absolutely ridiculous like they needed to have um it's i felt like they needed to shoot this in a place with the with gray backgrounds like we only have enough money for like plain backgrounds so let's do a dam never mind the fact that like does a dam have enough space for like a, I know that there's an interior to a dam. I played the end of new Vegas, but like enough to be the, the headquarters for the KKK. That's pretty strange. <laughs> I, I, I feel like our local army slash government slash police force would be, have, would have a vested interest in making sure that the dam wasn't being run by the KKK. Like, yeah. I feel, I feel like this would never like, you can't, I don't know that one dude owns a dam, right? Like that's not how these things work. Nobody owns a dam. Like you can't just like give your dam to your KKK friends. Like that's not something that happens. Mm-hmm. No, there's, this is, this would be manned. This, uh, this dam, like it yeah. would not be, uh, things. 
Um, there's a there's a great thing. Uh, Wolverine and uh, Jubilee go and uh, find this stash of weapons mm-hmm. in the storehouse. One box says grenades. One says munitions. One of them says, "I shit you not, aim blaster." <laughs> I mean, it's it's right there. I mean, it's it, it is what it is, Gary. Like it's those are what it's in the box. What do you want? <laughs> is it is it? Yeah, it's it. You can barely see the e. At first, it just said is aim blast, which I really like. But it's an aim. It's an aim blaster or aim blast day, perhaps. Yeah, so, yeah. You, know, you don't get to see the r. It's, but it's from France. I yeah, love that aim blast day. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, they, I, I like actually kind of dig this. They split up and they're like, okay, Nightcrawler and Rogue, you go, you go try to find your mom and we're going to go over this, this way and try to find your mom. And, uh, because Wolverine from the beginning has, has always like, you know, smelled a rat. Like I think he specifically says yep. that he smells another rat. Um, and yeah, like they, they, they split up and Rogue and Nightcrawler start hearing this woman kind of crying out. And uh, mm-hmm. you can instantly tell that Rogue recognizes it, but of course, Miss uh, Nightcrawler says, "Oh, wait, that's my mom. I got to go break in." And he teleports in, and it's our old friend Mystique. Yes, uh, who turns out so Mystique is uh, Nightcrawler's bio mom and Rogue's adopted mother, which is something they also don't like. The fact that Rogue and Nightcrawler are brother and sister doesn't actually come up that often in the comics either. Like, I think it's been dealt with, but not very much. Um. um we we have to talk about this though because she's she's also Creed's mom. Um yes, which also means Rogue is Sabretooth's sister and Nightcrawler is Sabretooth's brother, which also doesn't come up very often. Well she she um, specifically says that grand she, she adopted nephew. Rogue after having Creed yeah. or having uh Grayton and Nightcrawler. But uh I, I want to talk about Mystique and Sabretooth. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. is, that seems like an odd couple, Gary. <laughs> that, that that's pretty strange. Like, I mean, I guess like she could, she could take whatever form she wanted to like, but you know, Sabretooth has never had a love interest as far as I know. Why would she ever want to like in the, in, especially I, in, in no, this series, no. she's just, he's just a fucking idiot, but man, yeah, like, they, yeah, they don't, don't explain it. Like again, you know, they don't, they, something cartoons in general do and media does, and this is latent sexism and everything, but don't give women reasons to be interested in men Yeah, in things like people, people pair up and, and become romantically interested and have kids purely for plot reasons and the relationships very rarely make sense, you know, and this is one of those things. And I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I mean, I think that's very weird. I just have to go into all the, this means like Nightcrawler is Graydon Creed's uncle. Right. No, they're, they're half brother and half sister, right? Uh, no, we'll, uh, he, he would be, um, cause Graydon uh, Creed uh, is, 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 uh, Victor, Victor Creed's Sabre's. son. Right. Yeah. And Victor Creed. Oh, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, so that would mean okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're half, half well, brother, half sister. Or yeah, yeah, they're half brother, half sister because uh Mystique while figuring out this family tree is gonna take a little while. But yeah, yeah, like they're they're half they're all half brother, half sister, and Rogue is the adopted sister, essentially. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. for a moment I thought that Sabretooth was uh Mystique's son. Sabretooth is his this. own grandpa, is the song yes. that we're trying to get to. <laughs> if you're wondering why we're not talking about the show anymore, it's because uh, there's a good five minutes of exposition where everybody yells at each other about being related, and it is so fucking boring, yeah. and, I, and I don't like it and at all. The, the audience knows it, but they, mm-hmm. the, you know, the characters have to figure it out and get it all out. And there's like, you know, so Creed surprises them. Um, Nightcrawler says like, you know, you are my brother, you know, like I'll convert you. Um. You know, Mystique and Rogue isn't having. She's like, "Why would you do this, Mystique?" Mystique says, "You know, because of you. Like, they were going to destroy you, Rogue, unless I gave them Nightcrawler." Um. So okay. Uh, 
this is a uh, Creed gasses them, but Nightcrawler is able to control, you know, teleport, like mm-hmm. which he should know. He has the he has the ancestry.com file. Um and takes him out. And it's a good old fashioned brother. Teleports fight. up to him. And yep. uh, um this this goes on for what seems like a long time with Nightcrawler continually saying, like, don't you have any humanity? Like, what are you doing? We're brothers. That's your mother. You're trying to kill your own mother and all this other stuff. Exactly. And I'm like, have you met this dude? And I know you haven't, but like you should have read the dossier on the way over in the plane, right? <laughs> like you, 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 you could have uh, read the, uh, you could have asked anyone about the sign above the door that says friends of humanity. <laughs> like don't try to talk to Nazis. Yeah. Don't, like, you're, you're there is no conversation. Yeah. And, and one of the things I love about reading this through a 2017 lens is like, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't get converted. Like the only way to deal with this piece of shit is uh he 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 definitely gets tortured and killed by Sabretooth at the end of this. It's off screen, but, like that's what <laughs> it happens. It definitely happens, so, yeah. yeah. Uh by other Nazis, um, by the way. Like it's not the X-Men that did that, which I yeah, think is, is pretty hard. They're not your friends. They will they will turn on you. Um so having that fight, Wolverine opens up so the gas does not kill them. So um, yeah, uh they at this point they they break out and uh there there's more mm-hmm. fighting with like the Friends of Humanity or whatever, but the most important part to me is that uh Mystique gets away uh, so all of our X-Men team go to Wolverine's Jeep, which he, I guess, drove out of the plane they flew here. Because <laughs> they definitely load up in a Jeep. Uh, Nightcrawler sees Mystique and goes to chase her. And then uh, helicopters come out and start attacking the team. And Gary, we get a repeat, not a repeat. We get like what I have to assume that that uh, scene from X-Men Origins is based on where Wolverine ramps a jeep up and jumps off of mm. it to attack a helicopter <laughs> like that yeah. that happens in this in this cartoon. We finally get to see it it's pretty crazy yeah that's totally crazy um so so you know that's the action the the emotional part here is you know nightcrawler teleports up to his mom and it's like hey you know you abandoned me you know mom and she kind of explains like what happened like nightcrawler's origin essentially is that she was pretending to be this like kind of austrian count mm-hmm. uh, countess and had a baby, the baby turned out to be a mutant and it ruined her life, uh, essentially, because the mutant looked like a little demon. Yeah. Um, so she ran off with Nightcrawler to save her son. You know, ultimately something that's kind of noble. Like the cartoon does not do a good job of showing shade to Mystique's character, but the, the comics usually do a pretty good job. Well, the, the cartoon and, uh, makes it look like she just threw this dude off of a uh, off of a waterfall. Yes. Like she just she didn't yeah. run off to save her son. She ran off to throw to kill her son and then to leave her husband. Yes. <laughs> Which seems yes. a little extreme. <laughs> In the, in the the comics, I think there's a lot more shade to it. I'm and sure, I like Baby yeah. Nightcrawler's full full head of hair. Um, I'm a little less sold on this whole thing that like she's like as a shapeshifter, I am the most persecuted of all. Yeah, like even I, in I mutants, because I don't, all, I don't get trusted. Like that, I don't, I don't, I'm not really yeah, into this at all. Yeah, yeah, no, well, because it's the the way that you you just don't like if you stop doing crimes and stop teaming up with apocalypse and stuff, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, like you know, you have this baby with this bigot. Like if you were to like go meet somebody who was not a bigot who was uh and not do crimes your life would be perfect you could be anybody you want you know it, like i do not uh buy this you have it worse than everyone Shit. what was her excuse of getting getting rid of great and creed because i'm sure victor didn't fucking care that he had yeah, a, like I, a, a weird human baby like, like a I'm human sure, baby yeah yeah <laughs> i don't she i mean just, like what was just, her excuse for getting rid of this kid <laughs> see, they, they don't i wish they did show that she just likes hucking babies off waterfalls like it's, it's, kinda, <laughs> it's, 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 it's what i do it's my job it's what i was put on <laughs> okay. earth for no can't can't argue with that um pretty crazy uh here but i would have loved to have seen that because like to your point like how does she hook up with creed at all yeah or with a uh, saber tooth at all you know we get a lot of her like talking morphing into different people essentially just having this philosophical argument with uh nightcrawler where she's like you know 
trying to get him to hate her and and she won't hate it she's like i pity you etc um there's no real resolution for that like you know he doesn't really get through to her um no. and and she doesn't get through to him the like, the important part here is that she that he specifically says like i'm going to i'm going to ask god to forgive you for everything that you've done like i'm going to i'm not yeah. going to be angry at you at it like i'm just going to totally forgive you for it which is not something that she's expecting but it's also not something she can really do anything with. <laughs> like she's like, yes. okay, well, I still have to go because I'm being chased yeah, by my homicidal son that I've also abandoned in a helicopter. So I need to leave. Yeah, everyone here has a reason to kill me. It just you know. So she, you know, son comes up as she like sheds a tear, etc. Um, Nightcrawler tries to save, uh, you know, uh, Green Creed as he's washed away by this, uh, you know, this helicopter that causes the dam to burst, which is a good reason why we need to control our dams. Why would you uh, shoot a rocket at a dam over. that your your helicopter is directly in front of, Gary? It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I, you know, or that, like, in, you know, presumably holds water back for a purpose. Like, the friends of humanity aren't trying to kill humanity. <laughs> you know, like, they're, they're friends of humanity. We hate mutants and also electricity. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also the, humans. In a small region yeah. of New York, upstate New yeah. York. <laughs> um, the, the ending of this, so we get a little bit of, uh, you know, character development and stuff for Nightcrawler and, and Rogue and Mystique. It's, it's all pretty good. The big thing that happens here is that they saved Raiden Creed, throw him out a parachute to the shack that Sabretooth lives in. This sh- this Sabretooth, casual wear Sabretooth, dude. Oh, I love it. Like, I who love it. is as easily as wide as he is tall. It is one of the, like, he is such a weird big boy uh in this in a way that he hasn't been before like, yeah this is somebody that somebody's drawing saber tooth from like a description and not having ever seen saber tooth <laughs> is what's happening right now it's super strange but it ends very similar to the last episode with like let the evil person just deal with the fruits of their evil you know like this it's not the superhero's job to save evil people from themselves like if they if they get consequences that's it for them Mm-hmm. You know, it's a weird like set of messaging for this, the show. Yeah. And also God forgives. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah. God, God forgives. Mutants do not. Um, <laughs> only Nightcrawler does. Everyone else is pretty much like this is over. Um, I would have liked to see like, seen something with Jubilee after this, like having gone through all of this and seen how all this family stuff comes out. Oh, like, yes. I would have really liked to seen her like go like, well, you know what? Actually, you know, the family family are people that you pick to be family. Like your family isn't necessarily exactly. your blood. Like I w- that's that's the very yeah. obvious and like extreme. <laughs> like why haven't they, why aren't they? Was there five minutes that they just didn't get to? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Because it seems like that's where they were they, leading to. They had they had a great opportunity here because you have three different people at different stages of that revel that re- revelation, right? Like you have rogue who has already kind of come to peace with that. Like rogue is not super on board with her mom. She's not going to like just snap mystique's neck, but she's not a fan of mystique. She recognizes mystique as evil. She's past it. And then you have a uh, nightcrawler who is resisting it. Like nightcrawler is still trying to like forgive and trying to have a relationship when like mystique runs off. Nightcrawler almost drowns like looking for her and then having Jubilee just on the cusp of this realization. Like being like, actually, I'm the space, you know, when Rogue turns into Nightcrawler, like I'm the middle step, like actually maybe this is not real family, you know, and you could have done like something with a lot of emotional depth there and then and then throw in uh, Wolverine, you know, there's like Wolverine Sabretooth dynamics here that they didn't explore. Like it just isn't a very efficient use of time. It felt like like this has more kind of thematic uh, potential than anything we've done for a while. Yeah. Um, but does not, I don't think it capitalizes on it particularly well. Like I think, I still think it's a pretty good episode of the show. Like I like Nightcrawler a lot. 
Um, I, I like, like Friends of Humanity as an enemy. Like, I do too. There's a lot of things I like about it. I like Mystique so. a whole lot. Like, I, I, you yeah. know, I think she's a fun character to get around. Um, I, you know, like attacking, like this, this all works for me. It's, it's all fine. It just doesn't go as deep as, as I kind of wanted it to, which, Hey, like yeah. also late nineties Saturday morning cartoon, like at, on, on a shoestring exactly. budget, like I can't, I can't hold it up too much against that, but it's just, it just goes to show you like even, I think even with the budget constraints that they had in mind, like they, they still could have written the stuff. Cause it's not like they, didn't have time to do this they just chose not to like that again going back to that nightcrawler and jubilee scene where they spend five minutes talking about god i guess that's supposed to tie back into the you know god forgiving mystique at the end but i didn't really care about any of that stuff and i don't necessarily think kurt would have at that exact moment either so it's it's Mm -hmm. it's it's really it just it's it's fine like it's it's better than the stormfront episodes it's better than the he-man episodes that we got this (laughs) recorded (laughs) about today so good for that yeah it's uh you know i did i did want want a lot more and and what a what a brave thing it would have been for nightcrawler to lose a little bit of faith here like i feel like in the comics this would actually be a blow to his faith and i'm not saying i want nightcrawler to turn into like you know a militant atheist but that faith being tested exactly you know here as opposed he's unwavering in faith every time he shows up and it's kind of boring like faith as a plot construct is only really interesting if it wavers and then it either, you know, it breaks and that makes for great character moments or it bounces back and that makes for character moments. But him just being like, kind of like, nope, this is in God's hands. I'm right with Jesus. You know, I'll pray for you as is, you know, kind of answer to everything is kind of a big bummer. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. A big bummer is the last few episodes that we have left of <laughs> X-Men, the animated I, series gear. This, this has all been I, kind of, like, it's fun to talk about. I'm glad that we're still getting a lot of value out of them, but also like at the same time, the, the show just isn't good anymore. Like I don't think we can, in, by yeah. any stretch of the imagination, you can call the, the episodes good. There might be one or two more kind of blips of good stuff that will pop up on the, you know, in the fifth season, but I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. I'm, yeah. um, I mean, I'm just looking through, uh, cause the, I, this is quote unquote season five is the numbering system that I have, but this is all from the fifth volume of the DVD and it's uh, Fabian Cortez shows up. Jubilee goes back, you know, goes into a, a weird fairy tale theater. Captain America shows up. Um, I'm interested in the Sa- Sam Guthrie stuff. That seems like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I want, I, I want Fabian Cortez to come back. I like Fabian Cortez. I think he's interesting. He's a good villain. Like we've had a lot of him recently, but you know, and maybe here's the thing about Jubilee's fairy tale theater um consider maybe that will just be like amazing like it's going to be x-men dressed up as like knights and dragons and shit so maybe maybe that will be very funny yeah maybe it'll just be so bonkers it'll be good so i can i can mean to that yeah. also i didn't i'm just looking through this uh descent is just the origin of mr sinister so that should be <laughs> I, i'm down for that yeah i, I could like, be I, I, like his, yeah. his weird 1800s like you know that's cool mm-hmm. um so yeah sam gone three descent um, you know, I want to watch, uh, I want to watch old soldiers again, even though I've seen most of that episode and it's pretty silly. Um, but they fight the red skull and stuff. So maybe there's some good shit. Yeah. 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 I don't, I, I used to be pretty down on all the world war stuff with Wolverine and Captain America, but, uh, I have, mm-hmm. as, as you do, when you get into your late thirties, you start watching a lot of the history channel and start getting way more interested in the world war, world war one and two. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> I have a little bit more patience for it nowadays than I, than I did back in the, back then, I think. So, yeah. Yeah, and just it's a weird crossover. Yeah, you know, it's a, at the very least, it is a uh, a bizarre, you know, tangent for the show to do, and that's something I'm down for. 
Um, speaking of tangents, if you would like us to go on a tangent and during our feedback episode, uh, we're not going to be recording a feedback episode for season four. We're going to wait till we finish up season five since we only have a few episodes left. Um, so, uh, if you're listening to this, when it comes out, the next episode to come out will be the movie episode. That'll be the mm-hmm. live episode that we did on Duckstream about X-Men Origins Wolverine. So if you uh, yeah. missed that, if you missed the live version of that, or if you haven't seen it on YouTube, I think all of that stuff is on YouTube now. We'll have a, we'll have mm-hmm. a, a recording. Um, I'm pretty sure the audio is going to be fine on that, but just note that it's a live recording. I'm not going to spend a lot of time like editing sound effects in or music or anything like that. It's just going to be kind of a, a raw file. So, and then, uh, but you can always write in about it and tell us your thoughts and feelings on season four or season five or X-Men origins. <laughs> if you want to mm-hmm. tell us how bad that movie is at days of future excuse me, days of future slash contact. Yeah. And we'll be doing, uh, you know, We'll be getting through the rest of the series. We have plans for the rest of the show. Yes. Um, yeah. The, the, the you know, show's not going anywhere. We have cool things we're going to do, and this will go up through. Uh, this show will actually go up through May. So Yeah. Um, and we'll be getting to all the rest of the movies and stuff. Uh, in case you're wondering, that is all going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're, we're not going to leave any X-Men rock unturned, I think is the, yes. the best way to do it. Um, if you'd like to support the show, the best way to do that is at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. There you can uh, donate a couple of bucks a month or more if you desire. You get access to cool rewards like episodes early. You get access to the Slack. You get uh, access to cool polls where you can tell Gary and Cole what to play on various good and bad game podcasts. All sorts of goodies there. Definitely check it out. It's a it's a fun place to be. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we really do appreciate it. Um, and then just kind of like uh, chatting with us, telling your friends. That's all great as well. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, um, if you can't donate, that's that's no big deal. iTunes reviews are free. Ch- telling your friends are free. Maybe I don't know. Maybe your mm-hmm. friends charge you to talk to you. I, I don't know what your friend situation is. <laughs> Seems a little ridiculous to me. But if so, I, I'm, if so, I'm, no, I'm not throwing I'm very shade. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Get some new friends, but also like do what you want. <laughs> I'm extremely sorry for you. Um. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Hopefully. Uh. You know. And we'll, we'll we'll be your friends. Talk to us. Yeah. Talk to us on Twitter. I'm at yeah. JG Greer. The podcast is D-O-F-C podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, Gary Bud, G-A-R-Y-B-U-H. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see you in two weeks with X-Men Origins Wolverine. Have a great one, everybody. Take care. Dun, 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 dun